Welcome back to No Idea, the podcast where you have no idea what we're going to talk about, and we have no idea how it's going to go. I'm Jenny, I'm your host, and guess what? I have a new friend here. Her name is Cheyenne, but it's not spelled like how you would think it's spelled. I've never seen Cheyenne spelled like this in my life. It's S-H-Y-A-N-N. Right, Cheyenne? Yes, it is. That's Thank her you. voice. Isn't it nice? <laughs> um, but she's a driven, goal-oriented woman who I'm very excited to interview today. She's 25 years full of wisdom. <laughs> Thank you. And so we're just going to get to know her a little bit so that you guys can get to know the Cheyenne that I know. I'm very excited for you to know her. So Cheyenne, yes. tell me just a little bit of what God has put on your heart for your life as of right now. What are you passionate about? Yeah, so I have so many passions. I think that's just part of how God created me. Because, Multi-passionate. Yeah, it changes daily. Um, <laughs> it changes I actually daily. Like, have a whole list of just like all these dreams I want to accomplish, and it's probably over a thousand by now. Um, but I think my biggest passion is just loving on who the world views as outcasts and just showing mm-hmm. them their worth in, um, Jesus Christ and just, um, showing them how loved they are. Mm-hmm. So, cause I definitely feel like an outcast myself sometimes too. Yeah. He pulled us out of the Mary clay. Yeah. How do you say that word? Myri? I think it's Myri clay. Murray. But Myri <laughs> sounds Murray. more fun. It's Murray. Myri clay. Myri clay. He pulled us out. Let's just say that. Yeah, he pulled us out. <laughs> That's so good. And so I want the audience to really know your heart, but also, you know, a fun fact about you. Yeah. So, um, I would love it if you shared that one story you shared with me because it was so funny. (laughs) Okay. So it's hilarious because, uh, Jenny and I were just talking about how like different things are normal to us, just perceived by like our childhood. And my grandma, good old Southern woman from West Virginia, uh, the way she would solve everything is Vicks vapor rub. (laughs) And this stuff reeks. And like, I just have bad memories of it. It almost triggers me sometimes now because she would just bathe me in it, but it works. It would like be totally better the next day. She would even put it on my head and cause terrible acne for headaches. And it would be like, yes, my headache's gone, but no, no, I look like Godzilla or something. (laughs) I had never heard of putting Vicks VapoRub anywhere except your chest until today. (laughs) And she put it everywhere. Feet, knees, elbows, back of knees, chest, neck, behind your ears. Honestly, actually, yeah, one time in my armpits. I just remembered that. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, our armpits do have really big pores. I know that. Yeah. Maybe she was onto something. I think so. But it's just crazy the things that go on in our childhood. That, and then we go out and we like interact with other families. We're like, that's not normal. Yeah, we're like, what's <laughs> what do wrong you with mean? you? <laughs> Why are you guys weird? Yeah. You don't just keep a good old stack of Vicks vapor rub in your house? I don't like... get it. <laughs> what else do you do? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Thank you for sharing. That. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So, guys, I want to tell you how this podcast episode came about. Because one day, I literally just saw Cheyenne from afar. And she said, hey, I listened to your podcast over break. And I was like, you did? <laughs> and I was like, did this person show you it? And she goes, no, I just I just stumbled on it. And I was like, wow, get out. That's crazy. She said she liked it. And then I asked her, I was like, you know, would you like to be on one? <laughs> and she was like... Sure. And I said, what would you talk about? And she said, trusting God. And I said, well, we can all learn something from that. So see you there. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go yes. for it. Also, like is an understatement. I love your podcast. Wow. So. Thank you. 
I had no idea how much you love the podcast. (laughs) It was so funny because it's like, you know, those interactions where like we've talked and conversed and Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I love that woman. But then you feel awkward saying things. So I'm like, is it creepy to tell her I like her podcast? Like, is that going to sound stalkerish? I heard your voice on my phone and I really liked it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> Your voice really soothes me, you know. Listen to it when I'm sleeping, different things. Yeah. I'm so glad. Thank you for telling me. You're welcome. <laughs> but I'm really excited to talk to you about trusting the Lord, and I'm glad you can finally be on the podcast. But tell me a little bit about your background of how trusting the Lord had been difficult for you before and how you've grown in it so far. Yeah, so it kind of relates almost to, like, family dynamics, like we were talking about, and, like, how much that has an effect on us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so part of my raising is that um, my mom has a mental disorder, and so, like, she actually um, kidnapped me. I was a missing kid, and then she wasn't in my life for growing up. And then Mm -hmm. I had my dad, and... Um, I love him. I'm so thankful for him, but, uh, he had his own struggles. Mm -hmm. And so like, he wasn't really in my life as much as a father should be. Um, and had done things, a different line, different situations. And it just caused me to not trust either of them. Mm -hmm. Like, wait, both of my parents, like aren't really there. And like, I can't trust what they're saying, especially when like, you know, mom, I don't know what she said, but I'm sure she wasn't like, hey, do you want me to kidnap you and go away? She was probably like, hey, want to go get some McDonald's? And I'm like, four-year-old me, yeah, let's get a McFlurry. Um, And so I think that's just part of what started to build up in that and um, just really affect me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like, um, at one point too, I just got into this situation Um with this guy that I fell in love with very young, like 19, just like, huh, you're nice. You love me. You're attractive. Like I can trust you. This is great. Um, and then I just got into a situation where married really young, couldn't trust him. And, um, it just didn't end up well. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And how long ago was that? That was actually, well, I'm 25, so sometimes saying this makes me feel really, really old. I was 19, um, and then the falling out of our marriage, our divorce, was when I was only 22 years old. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, the people that you expected to be trustworthy were the ones who were the least trustworthy. Yeah. And that's really hard when you are growing up in an environment like that. We all have people that... I know everyone out there can relate. We can think of at least one person who are like, yeah, you betrayed me. Or I thought I could trust you, but you proved me wrong. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard when the caregivers in our, in our lives are the people we find out we can't trust. Yeah. And so how did you start to just change your perspective on what trusting people or trusting God looked like? Yeah. Um, I think for me, it was just like, well, after that... Um, There was this moment, I think, of just, like, you know, we fall into trust and we're, like, or not trusting in my case. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think God very clearly speaks to us. But because I couldn't trust those people in my life, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I could trust God. And he very clearly was, like, you need to not be in this situation. And I'm, like, dude, (laughs) I know better at this point. I can't (laughs) trust anyone else. Uh And I didn't know better. Um, But then God just, like, rocked my world and turned my life around where I was just crumbled in darkness and depression and just struggles and he just brought light into my life and started to change it and led me to college where I'm pursuing um a career missions which is 
totally different than what I thought. And oh, so no. I came and I was like, yeah, I'm trusting God. Look, <laughs> Look at, at me. me. Go. <laughs> I'm working through those trust issues. I am a boss. I'm doing good. And then I got here and I'm like, oh, I understand now. <laughs> I'm not. What is this? Uh-huh. So like, um, cause I'm just sitting there and then there's new people and it started crumbling like you know that jingle puzzle? Jenga puzzle? Is it jangle? Jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. Jenga. Jenga. Yeah. yeah. J E N G A for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. I think we discussed this, but I don't know if it's a puzzle, a board game, what it is. Yeah, I don't either. It's you both. just play it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you take one out, it all comes tumbling down. When you take out the wrong one. And that's <laughs> what college felt like. Yeah. Um and so I came and it was just like Oh, there's so many people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk to them. Oh, I can't trust them. Mm. And then, oh, I can't trust, like, these different people in my life. Oh, I'm not trusting myself. Oh, I don't trust God. Mm. And it all came down to that center where I just realized, I don't trust God. Mm-hmm. So as a reaction to that, I don't trust the other people around me. Yeah. Or even myself. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so from there, after that realization of just like, I don't trust God. I don't trust myself. I don't trust these people. I was just like, okay, well then what do I do? How do I follow that? And we have amazing classes here at the college that really just helped me, um, find how to trust people and how to do that. Um, but I just really had to, there was this moment where God spoke to me and I was praying and I was just like, God, what do you want me to do in my future? He was like, well, Cheyenne, I want you to free women of your bondage. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't like women. (laughs) How can I do that? Like Mm -hmm. I have a fear of women. Why are you calling me to that? But then just like, oh, this is an act where I have to trust you. Mm -hmm. And so then just really going down to it of, you know, what trust is. Mm-hmm. I think worldly view of trusting is just like trusting someone when it's comfortable, right? Yeah. And so you're just like, okay, well, I'm going to trust you in this moment because I know you for a while. I can trust you with taking mm-hmm. my books. But then when it comes to giving you the keys to my car, something uh-huh. bigger, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Or when you have nothing to lose. It's like, yeah, okay, it's I can just, buy new books. I really do need the keys to my car, fun. though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. I really kind of need that. Especially if you, like, wreck my car. Yes. Then what is it going to, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, but with the Lord and how, like, we need to see it in the spiritual view is trust is having faith and knowledge in who our God is Mm -hmm. and that he's going to protect us no matter what the circumstances. And Mm -hmm. so surrender and trust are really just paired. God, you've called me to women's ministry. You've called me to college. And so just having to trust that, even though in the midst of this, like the crazy season, couldn't trust people, couldn't trust myself, couldn't trust God. And I was also having panic attacks and for me, my panic attacks, and I think for most people could agree to this, like they're crippling. Mm-hmm. They just get me. And so I'm like, I have all of these issues, all of these things. How can I trust you? Why would you call me to this? And just God really broke through. And he mm-hmm. was just like, because you're relying on yourself. Do you not know my character and who I am, Cheyenne? Boom, roasted. <laughs> like, and I'm wow. like, oh, called out by my heavenly father. Like, <laughs> I needed that. And so just really knowing 
all things fall and flow from him mm-hmm. and walking in it from that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just when he really broke through and I'm still growing in it. I am not a pro, but like there's so much tension and relief off my shoulders yeah. because I'm working towards trusting him actively and mm-hmm. daily. That's so good. It's all reliant on his character and not, yeah. it's not even reliant on like how much can I surrender? Can I do this trusting thing well enough? It's more based on like God is God regardless of what I do mm-hmm. and regardless of what I'm thinking in this moment, how crippling my panic attacks are. It's reliant on his character that does not change. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So I know that you had a lot of plans um, and you are a goal oriented person. Oh, I mean, sure. you're in marketing, right? <laughs> yes, yes I am. you are. I love marketing. <laughs> but which is a gift. So it's not wrong to make goals or plans, but what is the difference, would you say, between not trusting God and making your own goals and plans? Yeah, I think, you know, not trusting God is like, okay, you've said it's going to happen, so I'm going to make it happen. You know, you're not allowing God to move. Mm -hmm. So let's say God spoke to me and he's like, you're going to marry this person. And I'm like, okay, let's go. (gasps) I'm going to text him. Hey, I'm flying home. I booked our wedding. I have her rings. Oh my word. Let's get married. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) Because that's kind of what I would do. But Mm -hmm. then it is, okay, God, you spoke to me. So I'm going to Mm -hmm. be faithful in this, but in your timing. Yeah. And knowing that God is going to lay that out. And so one of my things, one of my... Um, goals for the year is to write a book, right? And so, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to write a book. And so that's making a plan. But we hold our plans loosely. I think yeah. that's just kind of how it is. It's okay to have plans, but we have to hold our plans loosely. And I think, I don't know, for me specifically, and I think a lot of people struggle with this too, like, I get so focused on my plans that, like, when God moves, I'm like, what the heck, God? Dude, like, we had what a are you formula. Doing? We had a formula. You don't remember. Why are you messing up my formula? I was going to get married, have 10 kids. Like, oh, that would be a lot. <laughs> like, have 10 kids in five years. My husband's still not here, and it's been five years. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but, like... It just ruins us from seeing the beauty of who our God is and his plans because his Mm -hmm. plans are so much better than our own and what we could ever imagine. And so I know it sounds silly, but I think a lot of it is just like learning that most of the time when something is scary for us or it's something we don't want, it's usually from God. Mm. And I know that sounds so contradictive, but it's because when you start following that, like marketing, okay, okay. I love it now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not a business person. I don't like those things. I, I, I want to do this, but mm-hmm. I don't think like I want to do this. And now I'm in love with it because I was faithful to just like feeling like God's yeah. called me to that. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's just what he does. He changes our hearts when mm-hmm. we allow him and we're faithful to that. So we can make goals and we can have plans, but we just have to hold them loosely. And yeah. I think it's praying and asking God, God, do I need to make a goal in this? You've put this on my heart. Mm-hmm. So let's actively start pursuing that. But if he closes a door, respecting that he closed that door. And trusting his character that it's the right thing for the right time. Yeah. That's good. Um, I really liked, when we were discussing this before, you said that your New Year's resolutions for the year, first of all, I'm a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I meet more and more people that really hate them, 
And mm-hmm. it's more of just this pressure they kind of put on themselves. There are different opinions all over the board. I respect them. I really like just making goals and then, you know, accomplishing them. It makes me feel good and, like, I'm growing and, like, I'm progressing as a person or whatever. Yeah. But... I really liked what you said about New Year's resolutions. Could you just say that? Just, I'll just let you... I put it in quotes. I'll just let you take that. Go <laughs> Thank ahead. you. Yeah, so I'll just preface it by saying I have never liked New Year's resolutions because I'll put all of them and then life happens and then I'm like, I failed. This year (laughs) sucked. But I think what it is is finding that balance because your New Year's resolution should not become your idol. It is all in God's hands. It's like, okay, God, this year I want to be better in knowing you or I want to do this if it's in your will. Um, And so, like, for me, it actually is really cool how, like, my verse for the year that he gave me plays Mm -hmm. into this. And it is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's just how it ties into goals, plans, resolutions. Acknowledge him in all you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he will make your path straight. You know what's the worst? (laughs) When you have no idea where a path is because the path is so confusing and Mm -hmm. it's just you're you're like on the path but then you get lost and you think like am I on the right path I don't know where I am anymore but he makes them straight Mm -hmm. so that we know he is our light and our compass we can follow him and even if it looks dark outside he's our light he's guiding us I love that yeah and even when there's difficulties I think most of the time there's difficulties because we are following his path I know like this is straight path it does not say bright sunshiny rainbow filled Mm -hmm. like gold paved in the wizard of Oz path it just says straight (laughs) yeah it's just straight Uh and sometimes that straight path can be in the middle of a forest with complete darkness Mm -hmm. but he's still there because he's making your path straight Mm -hmm. so that's so good. Thank you. I had never, ever prayed for a word of the year or a verse of the year before ever in mm-hmm. my life. But this year I was like, maybe I should give a shot. So, <laughs> but then he gave one to me and I was like, huh, oh, maybe I had never received it because I never asked for it. <laughs> Isn't it funny how Isn't we do funny? that? We're like, oh, uh, you've never given me this thing. He's like, no, you never asked for it. <laughs> yeah. And then you do and yeah. you're like, wow, God. It's you like you answer good. prayer or something. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. But. I felt like it was Psalm 27 verse 13 for me, which is saying, David's saying this Psalm, but he says, I will remain confident of this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord, the land of the living. And it just reminded me that I can be confident in his character, not Mm -hmm. in my circumstances. So a bunch of hard things could be going on on that straight path. And like, I could be going on and say, this is a really hard path. I need your strength and endurance to continue going, but it's his character that remains faithful and I can stand steadfast in the fact that he's my rock and the one who's going to walk with me. Yeah. So I love that. I love that so much. Like you shared that with me earlier, but even now I'm still, I still have chills partially (laughs) because maybe it's racing outside. (laughs) Also just like how good is that? That like that blends so well just with trust and like having confidence in God and just Everything really flows from him, and that's so cheesy sometimes, but it really does, mm-hmm. and it's because he's supposed to be our center. I mean, he created everything. Yeah. Why shouldn't everything flow from him? Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense yeah. to me. <laughs> um, so how did your thought process and habits start to change as you started to trust God, and what did that look like for you in your everyday? Yeah. Um. So for me, I think it was just like so 
many different things, honestly. Um, something hit me when we were talking about this, actually. I was just this beautiful visual, and it just, like, totally aligns with how I grew my trust and still am, is when you think of trusting someone, right, we have to think of, like, trusting a stranger first. Mm-hmm. When you see a stranger... And they're in a van. For some reason, I just want to say white van to make it more intense. But they can be in a normal car. And it's a stranger. And they're like, hey, want to get in and go for a ride? Are you um, going to trust them? No. If you're going to trust them, please talk to someone. I want you to get help. But, like, <laughs> most of the time, we're not going to trust someone. I am kind of that person who I honestly might lean towards trusting the stranger. But you're still going to regret it because you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And so how can we expect that we're going to naturally trust God if we don't know God? Mm-hmm. So we have to know God and we have to know his character like what mm-hmm. we've been talking about. And so I just really had to dig into who my God is. Mm -hmm. My God is sovereign. He Mm -hmm. will make my path straight. He is the God who created everything. He is the beginning and the end and my Abba Father. Mm -hmm. And so, like, because of all these things, I know that I can trust him now and I have more contentment with that. Because he wants everything good for me. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to harm me. He wants to prosper me and give me a hope for a future. Mm And that has just made me trusting him so much easier. So it starts to come naturally. But then we also have to take small baby steps. Yes. (laughs) So it takes time. It does take time. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, God, you told me like with the book or with women's ministry, like, okay, God, you told me, especially with the book, I like, I struggle with seeing myself as a wise person. And I think that's still working on trusting myself. Mm Um, trusting the discernment and knowledge he's given me. So, like, if I just went for it and I was like, yeah, let's start writing a book, it it would be bad because I'm just like... An essay. (laughs) Yeah, it would be an essay (laughs) of just a whole bunch of random words and, like, thought process that didn't flow. Mm -hmm. But me writing this book is an act of trusting him and doing it slowly Mm -hmm. and trusting his timing, trusting what he's given me. So if he gives me a specific word to use in my book, Mm -hmm. I'm going to implement that. So it's active steps daily that I can take to trust him. And I think for everyone that's different. And so Mm -hmm. to just really pray and honestly, I think if something scares you to do, step out and trust in that area. Go for it. Yeah, do it. You might cry, you might freak out, Mm -hmm. but God is there and he'll hold you if you're Mm -hmm. crying. So... Yeah, most of the things that we say are the scariest are usually the things that, you know, if we are in relationship with the Lord and if we are following him, those things that seem so scary seem not so scary in the future. We're like, oh, that was a thing of the past and God carried me through it so I can be confident of his character in the future too. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And it's good. And Mm -hmm. so like you write those things down Mm -hmm. and you have them. And so like if he's spoken to you about something, so like what he spoke to me about doing women's ministry I have all of that written down Mm because that's how he spoke to me and so like I have to look over that on days where I'm struggling because that's an act of trusting him yeah and just walking in obedience yeah Mm -hmm. that's so amazing thank you thank you for sharing this with us welcome yeah yeah thank you for trusting this podcast with your wisdom (laughs) you are welcome yeah thank you so much for your insight I hope this challenged you guys in order to take baby steps of what it means for your life that God is asking you to trust him in. So that could take a lot of time. We only get to know our closest friends by spending time with them, right? Mm -hmm. So get to know God and dive deep into his word. 
trust that he knows what's best for you and just pour into him, especially at the beginning of 2021. Happy 2021! (laughs) So just pray about what this means for your life. And we love that Cheyenne was able to share with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Yes. Yeah. So this is Cheyenne and (gasps) Cheyenne Swearingen. So, okay. (laughs) Fun fact before we go, Cheyenne's last name is Swearingen. I had an eighth grade math teacher whose name was Peg Swearingen. (laughs) And I was like, do you have an Aunt Peg or something? <laughs> I so badly wish I did. <laughs> but honestly, like, that last name is very, very uncommon. So she's probably like my fifth yeah. cousin or aunt twice just removed, a, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to say that before we sign off. <laughs> this is, I almost said Peg. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is Peg. <laughs> Cheyenne and Jenny signing off from No Idea Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you around. <laughs>